Whoa, whoa. I also got a real murder mystery, too. Mm. I do tend to explode only when by myself. Uh, I got one in a headlock, and I definitely wow. connected at least five or six times before I heard. <laughs> wow. Oh my god! So you got to punch a cop. Yeah. There's a there's a slight difference between molestation and like vigorous bestiality rate. It's not molestation, molestation. Emergency. He's the mole, dude. <laughs> He's got be. the mole in the face of his cock, dude. He's fucking home like a hole, like a hole. Mom, you are a horrible human being. You know what? Why don't you die from breast cancer or something? Mm. Wow. Jesus, no, Murphy. Wow. That just never gets easy to hear. Sun and moon orbit the Earth if it's flat. Suck a scientist's dick. But in the event of an emergency, that was a good flat earth. Yeah. I didn't say suck a scientist's dick or something. That's right. Yeah. This is what it sounds like when two worlds collide. To find our common ground, to help break that divide, this is Emergency Exit. This is episode 107. Today is April 15th, 2019, and we are broadcasting to you again from our floating tin can. Far mm. above the world. I am Los. Follow me on Twitter at That's Right Los. Joining me as always, streaming us live to the world, is Brandon the Hard Hat Mitchell. How you doing, bud? Oh, man, I'm great. Wonderful. We've got a special guest here. We've got the holy Hispanic David Aguilar himself. Follow him on Twitter at ostentatious underscore 512. Thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, uh. Thank you. Thank you for all the crowds out there. Jeez, you guys have a huge, like, I don't what, three balconies of people over here? That's There's crazy. There's tons of them. Yeah, mezzanine it's, and everything's whoa. full. I just caught somebody's underwear. That oh, is. yeah. Got it. <laughs> Well, Save check this later. out, you guys. We are here to talk uh, politics mostly today, yeah. but uh, we've got uh, David here. He's going to, he brought a brewer order. I did. Uh, but first, here are some topics. We're going to do AOC code switching, which is sort of old by now. We're going to talk about some immigration, Trump and his terrible speech, Bernie and uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke. Uh, we're going to look at some videos, uh, actually a video from David himself. But first, let's do a little Brew World Order. It's the Brew World All right, we've got a beer here uh, from Brazos Valley Brewing Company. And mm-hmm. uh, is it in Austin? Or in no, it's in... Brenham, Texas. Brenham, Texas. That's yeah. right. That's where they make the ice cream, guys. Really? Yeah, Bluebell. Bluebell? Yeah. Bluebell. Son of a bitch. I mean. So <laughs> I'm going to read what's on this label in my most sexy and sultry voice. Mm. We're drinking poncho. Ooh. I don't know that word. Eku. You cannot. You cannot. Hop. IPA. IPA. Poncho was a bandit. But we swear we paid for these Econaut and Bravo hops. Ask Lefty. As an ode to Poncho's time down in Mexico, we feel the tropical flavors of these hops are perfect for this IPA. Well, uh, let's read a little bit about this from beeradvocate.com. This 
gets a BA score of 3.95, which is pretty good. It's a th- basically a 4 out of 5. Uh, it is an American IPA. The ABV is not listed. So could we find that on the on the can here? It's not showing it at all. So we're just going to have to guess what it is. No worries. Uh, we're gonna Let's pop it open. What do you think? Tastes like a five. It actually comes in a, a, a three-pack. So two three-packs, which makes a six. So one is a lefty. And oh, this is the lefty we're looking at, uh, and then you have the poncho. Isn't that isn't that cl- isn't that clever? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got it right up here. I don't even need to put it. It's right up here. Oh whoa, hey! So let's crack her open and let's take a sip, huh? <laughs> Lewis, mm. man, you got to work on your drinking skills. It's the man. mustache. It's in the <laughs> yeah. way. You got to slurp it. Mm. This is good. Got to slurp it and derp it. Mm. All right, so Brandon. What are you drinking? You're drinking the lefty, right? Yeah, I think we all got the lefty. I got the pancho. Oh, you got the pancho. I got oh, the pancho. Oh, so I'm the only one with the lefty. <laughs> all right. Why don't you go ahead and uh, give us your rating? Uh, so you know about the brewery order, right? We do a, a rating. It's very similar to mm-hmm. what Beer Advocate does. Instead of uh, five points, it's five that's rights. Okay. So it's one to five mm-hmm. that's rights. So, yeah. Brandon, what do you think? So this lefty, it's, uh, it's an Eldorado hop hazy IPA, and I'm Ooh. not... I don't typically go for the hoppy ones, and this is, I think this one just scoots in under that radar where it's mm. like, you know, I could take maybe two or three of these before I'm all hopped out. <laughs> Most like hoppy beers, I'm like, I might finish half that. Yeah, we mm. don't do very many you know. IPAs on this show but, because uh, uh, Brandon and Nick are not big IPA fans. Mm. So we try to do more uh, malty beers or yeah, uh, Pilsners along with that. or Jessica's for blondes, as him, he likes those. Jessica. Uh, Some Jessica's. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. I don't think we've done very many Hefs. Ooh. But uh, we definitely have a lot to do when it comes to the Brew World Order tournament of beers that we plan on doing one day. One day. But it's not happening anytime soon. So <laughs> that being said, what is your beer rating, my All friend? All right, let me, let me get one more sip here. Mm-hmm. Oh. 3.7. 3.7. My goodness. Three it's not seven. bad. 3.7 what? That's right. That's right. All right, I'm going to go last here. All Since right. you brought me, it, uh, me, the holy Hispanic, taste. he's going to take a sip. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that a 4.3. 4.3. Oh, that's right. Any any reason why? <laughs> um, It would be a 5, but it's not hoppy enough for me. It's a little bit too oh. dry. A little dry. It do, you yeah. know what? That's exactly what I was going to say. It is a bit dry. Uh, it's It really dries out your mouth. It's not a mm-hmm. quench thirster mm-hmm. at all. Uh, so that being said, for me, I'm going to give this a solid 3.5. That is the Brew World Order. I'm going to go with my left name. If you guys want to give us a call, our number is 830-875-0637. It's the Brew World Order. So uh, I'm going to switch accounts uh, here on my Facebook so we can see your your comments coming in. So today on the show, we are going to do, we're going to talk about, I know we talk about AOC a lot, man. She's a freshman. It's just, yeah. As Ben Shapiro would say, did you see, matter of fact, I got my right side of history in today. This is Ben Shapiro's right side of history, and it happens to be signed by the man Uh himself. Look at that. Damn, that's going to be a relic one day. That's right. It comes with a certificate of authenticity, and I read a little bit of it in the bathroom. That's right. So I I was pooping while I was reading. Mm. That's the best place for me to do That's a lot what of that my smell heavy was. reading. I was wondering what it was. I like up. in uh, that Seinfeld episode <laughs> where he yeah. brings a book in. You're like, sorry, we can't take that. <laughs> yep. Like, why? Like, how do you guys know it was in the bathroom? It's been flagged. It's been flagged. 
Uh, okay, so bear with me a second here. Say something. Uh, oh no, we wanted to talk to you about yes. your uh, your your Facebook or uh-huh. your, I mean, excuse me, your YouTube site. Okay. What do you do on Austin? It used to be called Austin. Uh, yeah. So I started it because I just moved to Austin, and what I wanted to do was just kind of like show off all the cool things that Austin has to offer. But when I moved here, I was working like two jobs. I was working like twenty hours a day. So Jesus I never, I never got to. Yeah, I was working at Mozart's and Starbucks. And so I would open one and close the other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so then uh, I kind of realized I have no time to do that. So then when I started getting back doing just regular vlogs, I felt like that's when the news and politics was really amping up. So I just started talking politics in pretty much like through a Christian worldview, like just showing people, you know, what like to think of with almost a more conservative mindset about things. Because there's things out there that I think nobody talks about mm-hmm. or even with that kind of perspective. So I was like, you know what? Why not? And. Sometimes I'm offensive. Sometimes I'm not. Ninety-seven percent of the time I am. Yeah, you're pretty offensive in my eyes, <laughs> which is weird. I don't think he's that offensive at all. It's Mm-mm. that the the climate that we live in now, exactly things that you do and say. If you're especially if you're right of center, yep. it's definitely offensive. And we've talked about PC culture on this uh, program yep. and where it comes from, the Frankfurt School, and why it's around. It's to oppress people, and but it's used to oppress people. But it's sort of used to help people that are oppressed in the same way. Now, not everything that's PC is that bad, but most of it, 99% of it, terrible, terrible, yep. terrible shit. All right, once again, guys, give us a call, 830-875-0637. So I, he, David here, mm-hmm. he did this really awesome video, and we've been talking about Jesse Smollett a lot. And one thing that he put up was something brilliant, and he got ahead of the game, and yes. I guarantee you're going to see tons of this costume he came up with the Jesse Smollett. Costume. I was the first. If you guys, if you, I need, I need to trademark that like soon. Well, you you have a timestamp here. That's true. I mean, only eleven people have seen it, but hopefully a lot more will see it here. Um, let's pop in. Let's pop it on and see what kind of. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I watch it back. YouTube has a lot of racist people on it, so I'm going to YouTube how to make a noose. Now, is it racist to know how to make a noose? Because I know how to make a noose, you know what? but I wasn't, I'm not, I think, am I racist? I think, I think with our current day political world, yes. If you're, Especially if you're white and you know how to, yeah. but what if you're a Boy Scout and you know how to make, because Boy Scouts That makes even more lot. racist, <laughs> unless you're a transgender Boy Scout. So tell us what it takes to make the, the costume. Uh, so one, you need a noose. Of course. Uh, I think that's kind of was the cherry on top mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, the costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely some bleach, but you know what I just did? Cause again, I'm not a racist. I don't know if you guys knew that. I just got like a, like a regular container and I just wrote the word bleach on a pipe paper mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuck it on there. I felt like that was nothing's the... more universal than that white, um, that white can or bottle that they use. It's got the handle yeah, at the top. Yeah, exactly. Like you can just find one of those empty or something. You can just and go outside. Can use that too. Yep. And then, uh, of course, you know, I don't really, it doesn't really matter what you wear. You know, if you want to go and Google what Jesse Smollett wears, go for it. But I think the best thing to do is get yourself a Subway sandwich. Um, I got myself a tomato, or what was that? A meatball sandwich. Mm, mm, mm. But I think if you just did like a ham and cheese sandwich, it'd probably last longer. Yeah. Because, of course, he went all the way to... What, two in the morning, three in the morning after you got beat up? Yeah, so. and you know, it's still un- unknown. We made jokes that it was like a six inch Italian, you know, I mean, foot long or whatever. Like, yeah, you could like a 12 inch. Uh, however, 
uh, we really don't know what he had. I've mm-hmm. heard that it's uh, a salad he ha- he got, but who knows? Yeah, he probably would have. So that's too. So would you advocate to uh, for blackface on this? Because he was definitely you a know black what? man, sort of. I think we live in a free society. We you, definitely that, live in a free society. That you should be able to color your face whatever way you want. I mean, like, come on. There's you see like these models who compete at bodybuilding competitions who get like super spray tan mm-hmm. to where they look black. So if they could do it, I think you're, the general public should be able to do it. I think, yeah. Well, I've always said there's nothing wrong with blackface there. Uh, what was that? You, were, you just popped up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn, who was it? That's Clayton Bigsby. Clayton Bigsby. I was Look no further, Bigsby. fella. You found him. Look no further, fella. You found him. <laughs> so how could you know, it be a black, white supremacist? Yeah, and how? And that brings up a good point. When it comes to comedy and you're mm. trying to make people laugh, and I said that about costumes. Like when you do a costume that's funny like that and you do blackface or something, mm. in most cases you're just trying to be funny and yep. that's the only time people have an excuse to be funny, so they make a funny costume. So why wouldn't you be Clayton Bigsby if you're black, where exactly. you paint your face, well, he didn't paint his face white, but he also does that uh, white anchor, yep, the yep. news anchor. The where news anchor. He talks like a white guy. You know, I think comedy is off. Is totally off limits when it comes to being offensive. You have to be offensive for comedy to be really good. Yep. So, you know, do blackface. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Careful, though. You might get your ass beat. Well, and for the other thing sake. is the the people who are mainly the ones who speak out about it are white people, not really black people, not really Mexican people, not really anybody else. Yeah. It's white people who are just like, well, you can't do that because it's offensive. But you know, people of color are just kind of like, no, we think it's funny. Like, you know what I mean? And it's so funny. You're right. Most of the people that tell me something is racist or something, it's because they're white. I mean, they're white people. Yep. And I think they feel guilty for their whiteness. I'm not white. I'm a person of color. Mm-hmm. I'm a colored person. Uh, so when you try to tell me that white, you know, that th- something's racist, I go, I don't think that's that racist. Exactly. I'm a person of color, and you're trying to tell me as a white person that there's this white supremacy. I'm like, dude, I don't see this white supremacy. <laughs> well, how does it feel to live in this world where you believe that white people are everywhere trying to kill trying you? Trying to kill you? Like, you know what? I, I just don't get it. It's mostly white people, uh, hippies, and, and I don't want to call them liberals because they're not liberals. I would say like more progressive type of people. Progr- who, yeah. Regressive. Yeah, well, that. They're definitely regressive. So there you go. There's this, uh, the meme review. I called it when I first saw it, and I was like, man, that's, uh, he's definitely trying to be like PewDiePie. She's like the brown yeah. PewDiePie. But well, see, that was something that I don't think PewDiePie would ever review, though, do a meme review on Jussie Smollett meme because I feel yeah, like he's, he's just, already in so much shit all the time. Yeah, you know, he lost to T-Series there for a second yeah. and got back up. So you think he's on top of T-Series. Speaking of another video I've been wanting to make. Believe I Even something, even if it means <laughs> making up everything. I want to make a video of why PewDiePie made me a racist. And I was going to have my Ben Shapiro book up and my Jordan Peterson book. And I was going to make this whole elaborate story of how watching PewDiePie made me a racist. You know, I, I, try to got, I try to get somebody listening to Ben Shapiro. And he's like, yeah, he's pretty smart and everything. But he went to this transgender thing right away where he called a guy, uh, a transgender woman, uh, a guy. And I was yeah. like, well, that's his chick there. And he goes, well, it's not, you know, you know, people don't feel that way. And I go, oh, guess what? Facts don't care about your goddamn feelings. Exactly. Because there's... I don't want to get into it too much here because I don't want to offend everybody, even though I do believe like almost everything Ben Shapiro says, and mm-hmm. I'm on his side for almost everything. Same. It comes from facts. Yep. And that's why his motto is facts don't care about your feelings. Mm-hmm. So look at Ben Shapiro. You got to get the right side of history. And uh, he doesn't even care. It'd be cool if Ben Shapiro was like, hey, hey yeah. these guys, these guys on Emergency Exit Podcast, they're, they're just brilliant guys and they're just doing great stuff. Is he doing his Trump 
voice. Hey guys, down Shapiro there. doing Trump. <laughs> I'm doing Shapiro doing, doing Trump. <laughs> They're terrific, and I love him. I love him. Ben I love the black people. I, I love the Jews. They're great people. <laughs> Terrific. They do great things. I know. No, I only know a few of them, but they're great. They're great. Anyways, uh, let's get to some. Uh, I, I lost all my. I need to pick up a. Excuse me. A new window here. Sorry. I lost all my uh, my things that I popped up because I pressed X on it accidentally. <laughs> ah. So we're gonna go into AOC. Now, what do you guys know about Alexandria Casio Chavez? And I know it's not it's not Chavez, but uh, she's definitely dictator like at this point because yeah. she she's in charge now. I feel like she's not smart at all. What do you think about her? I don't like her. Why not? Because I feel like like ninety seven percent of things. Not okay. That's too much. Let's say ninety three percent of things she says. Like I don't really feel like she knows what she's talking about. She and, really acts like it. Yeah, too. and she and well, that's the thing. Like she gives off this like presence or persona of like you got to listen to me because like I'm saying words that are coming out of my mouth but it's like you know when i listen to her i'm just like you sound really dumb because everything you're saying isn't really making sense and then like she tries to put on this vibrato like i loved it when she was like oh yeah like i w like somebody debate me or calling out somebody to like debate her or whatever and then shapiro was like i'll do it and she's like you're cat calling me you're exactly. mansplaining you're, exactly. you're man this and that and she I wish that she'd go. She's been on so many programs that are left-leaning, yep. podcasts on the left or whatever, and, and MSNBC, but she's never appeared on Fox. Nope. Like, if you really cared, you would go to opposition, and you would debate them. You would, if you really felt this passionate about things. So this re most recent thing she came on was uh, Al Sharpton's National Action Network, and she came and talked, and she was talking to, to a bunch of black people, yep. and she put on some Hillary Clinton-like voice so let's go ahead and play this tweet here well actually let me read a little bit from this is from michael j knowles of the daily wire great young guy he's millennial and he grew up he pretty much has the same life that alexandria casio cortez had you grew hmm. up in a in a richer part of town uh you went to a good uh, good college and now you are all, all of a sudden an oppressed woman. <laughs> you were very privileged your whole life. Your but entire now, life. So d uh, let me read from this. During an appearance at last Friday's Al, Sharpton, uh, Al Sharpton's National Action Network, freshman congresswoman Alexandra Casio-Cortez became the latest Democrat politician to don blackface, in her case with an exaggerated drawl rather than shoe polish. Before a predominantly black audience, Ocasio-Cortez declaimed, uh, declaimed, quote, this is what organizing looks like. This is what building power looks like. This is what changing the power look the country looks like. Anyways, I, I don't do it justice. Let's just watch it. This is what organizing looks like. This emoji. is what building power yeah, looks like. The clap like. emoji. This is what changing the country looks like. Looks like. It's when we choose to show up and occupy the room and talk about the things that matter most, talking about our future. You know, uh, Reverend, you bring up a, a funny anecdote, you know, and I'm proud say? to be a bartender. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm. Preach There's it, girl. There's nothing wrong with working retail for clothes for other people to buy. That's right. You tell There em. is nothing wrong with preparing the food that your neighbors will eat. Mm. Spaghetti. Oh, girl, go on. Go on, girl. Go on. That, take that was your very white. <laughs> All right, so anyways. Uh, so Don Lemon on uh, Don Lemon from CNN defended her excuse, said, uh, quote, she's from the Bronx. If you're from the Bronx, you have hung out with black people. And that is not the first time she's used that accent. That's 
Can which, I say bullshit? Go ahead. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> you know, she could, you know, let's let's face it. People know their audience and they'll do mm-hmm. that. As a magician, I would know that if I did magic tricks for black people, they would react way strongly, more strong. If you ever watch a David Blaine special, a special and he goes to Haiti and does his uh, fucking card tricks, they run away. Yep. White people don't do that. Nope. So you know that you can get away with more with that. But the thing is, uh, uh, Michael Nose is saying she grew up with privilege. She didn't She didn't hang out with black people growing up. That's Mm-mm. why she can put on this kind of voice. Like for me, I don't try to go, you know, hang out with Mexicans and I'm like, Hey, ese, que paso, we? Hey, hola, como estas, puto? <laughs> Fucking this and that. No, Pinche man. chapete. Pinche chapete. What's chapete? Uh, it's like a fucking idiot. Yeah, pinche chapete. Yeah. That's uh, what's a, uh, actually. It's, I think if you translate it, that's uh, Alexandra no, yeah, yeah. Ocasio you, Cortez. Yeah. Chapete. Oh, is it what it means? Yeah, that's Alexandra Ocasio Chapete. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the C means. I've been waiting for a good C there. There you go, Chapete. Uh, and look, and he actually says uh, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez. Oh no, I thought it was Chavez. I was always calling her Chavez because, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, and. You know, she's got this privileged life. She had one job, pretty much, That's being a it. bartender, and then all of a sudden, she's a fucking congresswoman. Mm-hmm. How does this happen? I wish that happened to me. You know, I would love to run for office. I think one day I might, but I won't ever do it here in Austin because Mm-mm. it's just there's it's too liberal. They don't care what your policies are. Like, for instance, if you're Beto, no one cared. No one knows what his policies are. They just were. I'm I'm for Beto because he's not Ted Cruz. Because he's yeah. But it, that was one thing that I was getting mad at. Like, you know, I love that you call him Robert because that's his damn name. And he's Robert fucking Francis. I, he's Irish. And I'm not sure he went by Beto before he went yeah, up against Ted Cruz. From what I've seen, I haven't seen it. Like, since he started going up uh, with Ted Cruz, I didn't see anything before that they referred to him as Beto. Yeah, when he was congressman, Everything I think he was, was Robert. Robert Francis. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, well, we got to go up against a guy that actually has the last name of Cruz. Yep. Which, now it's funny. Now we can, let's break this divide and find common ground here let's a bit. Let's do it. Ted Cruz, his name is Rafael. Yep. So he actually whited up his name. Mm-hmm. I guess we can call it code switching to Ted Cruz. I don't know where Rafael and Ted come in together, but so are you dead dead naming them? He, uh, <laughs> sorry, there, Ned or de- Ted or uh, Rafael. <laughs> Rafael. But I know that he went up against somebody that uh, uh, Robert Francis went up is going up against someone that definitely has a Mexican sounding name against Robert Francis O'Rourke mm-hmm. and so he had to he had to church it up a bit yep Latino it up that's what I said uh, what is the word again for that C word chapete chapete he's a, he's a big chapete he's a pinche chapete he's a pinche chapete yeah uh, speaking of which if they're uh, like I would I would call him a chapeton a chapeton. Which is a big chapete. <laughs> All right. It's good to have some uh, Latinos in <laughs> the audience There you go, today. man. I know my name's Carlos, but I'm Filipino. So, oh, there you go. So I don't have a lot of Spanish in me. Although it is Spanish, but it's like, you know, Asian Spanish. Ah. Which is Tagalog, pretty Ooh. much. Okay. So where are we getting at with this AOC? It, it's pandering. This is what Democrats do. And come on, I I, I want to say that I haven't seen really Republicans do this kind of thing, especially no. Trump. Trump will talk to, I was talking to someone at work, he goes, well, Trump fucking does it. I'm like, well, wait a minute. There's videos of him talking to black conservatives, and he said he talks exactly the same fucking yep. way. He does not try to church it up or say, there's nothing wrong with being a bartender. This is what democracy looks like. <laughs> well, see, and that and that's why, you know, when when I was, when I first saw this, I was talking to, my, to a couple of my friends, and I was like, that's how you, you were like yeah I, I was like um no but i was telling them like that shows me that trump has more respect towards black and hispanic people because he's not trying to like put up a front exactly he's saying like 
I'm going to treat you the same way I treat everybody else. I'm going to talk to you with the same voice. I'm going to do the same things. Like, But yeah, you see that a lot from Bernie Sanders. You see that from AOC. You see that from Hillary. I was going to say Hillary Duff. Uh, <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Uh, I mean, hold up. Hillary Clinton did that thing uh, where she goes on uh, like this uh, podcast or whatever. And they're like, so what's in, you know, what's one thing that you always bring with you on the road? She's like, hot sauce. Shut and they're like, no, they're like, not. really? Like, and he called it out. He said something like to the effect, oh, you're just saying that because you're on a black show. And she goes, well, did it work? She said, oh, that. did it work? Shit. Look it up. Google that shit. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on, you guys. We're going to move on to immigration. So there's some controversy going on right now where where Trump said that illegal immigrants, um, immigrants in general, mm -hmm. are fucking animals. So let's listen to Donald Trump say this. Uh, it's, I think it's down a little more. Um, oops. Sorry. Anyway, so he, he, he said, basically, yeah, someone asked him about immigrants, and he said, these people are animals, uh, which is, it sounds terrible. Which I would, I would. I'd be against so, him if I so, heard that too. Well, but isn't that what science has been telling us for hundreds of years or for the longest time? We're yeah, animals. Well, shit, we're animals. I know Ilhan Omar. Ilhan? She was like, he's not, uh, he's not a human. Yeah. You know, okay, what would he be? Let's go ahead and play this from C-SPAN. You're trying to come in. We're stopping a lot. Of terrible, terrible fire. You probably saw some of you have heard. Uh, some uh, of you have not because you've been here. No, no, no. See, he's talking about the fire that happened in Notre Dame today. Uh, oh, yeah, get rid of that one there. Okay, good. All right, so back to the uh, go back to that C-SPAN one. We're gonna play this clip one more time so you can hear what he says here. You tell him, Don. We're trying to come in. We're stopping a lot of them. We're stopping a lot of them. But we're taking people out of the country. You wouldn't believe how bad these people are. These aren't people. These are animals. <gasps> oh my God. You get in my face with that, I'll beat your goddamn ass. Oh, see, but even Alex Jones is getting. I was like, where off. the fuck is he? Where do you right, put him? So, this went around again, and it got so many retweets. A bunch of people. Now scroll down and see all the different tweets of people going, you know, immigrants are not animals, mm -hmm. and it's crazy how many people watch this clip. Which last year it came out. This is a whole year old. This this clip, racist language, like the, uh, racist language like this has led to violence throughout the world's history. No human being is an animal. We have to be better than this. Well. Do you know anything about MS-13? Yes, I know a lot about MS-13. Well, Tell us a little bit about... I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, so I grew up in the Valley, very close to, like, cartels from Mexico coming over. MS-13 is a big one. And, yeah, I mean, they kidnap kids. Um, you know, they teach them how to murder. They, you know, sacrifice people to a god. I mean, they're just horrible. Yeah, they yeah. are animals. They're horrible fucking people. They're monsters. And yeah. how do you think that there's more white supremacists out there or MS-13? I would say more white supremacists probably. Okay. That's what I think. There's more There's more white supremacists than there are MS-13? I think so. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, I was going to ask you if that's the case. <laughs> I thought you knew them or something. you got some cousins that I mean, hey, might be MS-13. That's kind, That's why I would never run for politics. Mayor Pete over here, Pete Buttigieg, he says, hey. you do not refer to human beings as animals. You just don't. Anyways. Come on, Pete. This is completely... I'm sure if you knew anything about MS-13 that they kill, they rape. I think their motto is like rape and pillage or yep. something. It's like the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean motto, you know? We rape, rape, pillage. Oh, fucking David Hogg over here. Hey, fucking step two of the pyramid of committing genocide, dehumanization. So he's dehumanizing people that kill and rape people. Uh, okay. But really, he's talking about the MS-13, which all these people are, are ignoring the context. Yes, which they love to do. They do. And they think he just hates brown people. 
It's definitely not true. This journalist, uh, fuck this one. Go up and uh, go to the actual CNN uh, clip. Now, this is actually in context what he was asked. Go ahead. Now, ICE is the only law enforcement agency that cannot use our databases to find the bad guys. They cannot come in and talk to people in our jail uh, unless they reach a certain threshold. They can't do all kinds of things that other law enforcement agencies can do. And it's really put us in a, a very disgrace. bad position. Okay. It's, it's a disgrace. And we're suing on that, and we're working hard, and I think it'll all come together. Because people want it to come together. It's so ridiculous. The concept that we're even talking about it is so ridiculous. We'll take care of it, Margaret. Thank you. Why would we'll, there we'll be win. an MS-13 gang member I know about? If they don't reach a certain threshold, I cannot tell ICE about them. No. We have people coming into the country or trying to come in. We're stopping a lot of them. But we're taking people out of the country. You wouldn't believe how bad these people are. These aren't people. These are animals. Weird how, how context totally brings it to a different thing. Damn. So the reporter was saying, we can't report MS-13 because, you know, the ICE, the, all these yeah. different rules from the different sanctuary cities are saying we just can't fucking, we can't do anything about them. Mm -hmm. I wish we could. And he goes, yeah, I know, man. Well, we're getting rid of a lot of them. I mean, these people are fucking assholes. I mean, I think if he said assholes, that would have been a little better. And I don't think anyone would yeah. protest them. But I'm, I think either way, he could have said, um, I'm totally against uh, uh he could say he's for something that everyone on the left is for, and he'll still be hated. Yep. It's, and they'll, they'll find a way to twist it's it. It's TDS, yeah. and we've had a whole episode on Trump derangement syndrome. It's like no matter what he does, you know, and we talked about immigration in the past and how everybody, everyone is all for immigration reform. Yes. Which starts with a wall. Mm -hmm. And they go, well, wait a minute. I don't know about the wall. Like, no, listen, it, it's it's not just a fucking $5 billion wall. It's, it's walls. It's cameras. It's people. It's everything that you guys are talking about. It just includes the wall. Yeah. And... You know, and well, they hate it. They hate it because he said the wall. Mm -hmm. But really, they want the same reform as as we do. They just don't. Hate, they just don't like Trump the way he says it, and that's what it is. Well, I just don't like the way he says it. Yeah. Okay, well, I get it. See, and that's the other thing. Like you know, coming from the valley, like my you know, I have like immediate family that has houses by the border, and it's like you know, there's been times where there have been illegal people going by and like. You know, they're scared because they're like, you don't know who's crossing. Like, it could be someone who's just looking to make a better life. It could be somebody looking to rape and murder you. Like, you don't know that. And that's why we have the kind of immigration we have. Like, yeah, like, come through. Let us, like, you know, see if you're crazy or not. Like, let us do all this kind of stuff and make sure that we're getting the right people into this country. Absolutely. And I'm all for that because it's like, you know, how, how do you not want that to happen for your country? You know what I mean? You just want to know who's coming in. Yeah, that's it. And they go, oh, well, most of the people that come in here, it's actually about 40% of people that are here illegally are overstayed their visa. Yeah. Maybe 60%, yeah. 40 to 60%. That means there's still 40% of the illegals that are here are, you know, they're, they're unvetted people. And I want to know them. And even one person dying from uh, an illegal alien that's here is, is way too much for me because mm -hmm. they're not even supposed to be here in the first place. Yep. People argue with me about it. I go, listen, if it was your sister, your brother, your mother, your father, Anyone in your family, you'd be just as concerned. I'm lucky for me. I don't know anyone that's died from an illegal alien. But you know what? It's a matter of it's a matter of time because there's over 20 million of them there's here. A shitload, yeah. And they could be right behind you. They could be next door neighbors. It could be me. Just kidding. Holy just shit! <laughs> Call INS right now. Where's ICE right Where's now? Where's ICE? Shit. So one thing Trump is trying to do is to kind of let uh, the Democrats, the left, like admit that what he's doing is right and there's over 10,000 100,000 people he's got to release here soon mm -hmm. and so he's thinking 
hey, why don't we just release them in these sanctuary Which cities? Which I think is the best damn thing that he can do. It's pretty funny. I love it. You go, yeah, because I've said this, I've argued with people, I go, okay, how many uh, how many illegals were you going to house? Mm-hmm. They're like, no, we're not going to do that. They would. You're not going to let someone in your home that you don't know. Yep. But we're going to let thousands of them out. And the left is going nutty over it. They're, I love they're it, publishing dude. things like, oh, dump, uh, Trump is dumping illegals or migrants. They don't say illegal. And here's one thing from uh, Newsbusters. If you want to pull up this, uh, this, uh, this link here from Newsbusters, did you, did you get that? I will. Okay, he'll get that. But from Newsbusters, it's a great organization where they try to find all the left's bias. But nice. They keep saying Trump is doing the most illegal things, the illegal this, illegal that. But when it comes to migrants, the ones that he's against, because he's not against migrants, he nope. wants you to come here legally. He wants you to do it the right way. Yeah, he's benefited off of migrants. And, yeah, he, and he knows it. And he knows it. He wants you to come here legally. But when you come here illegally, that's where we have a problem. Mm-hmm. And so the problem also with the left is that they don't call them illegals. They just call them migrants, mm. refugees. Dreamers. Dr- well, dreamers are... Yeah, I guess they're illegals, but they have some sort of paperwork. Oh, yeah, that's true. They're vetted at least, and that's uh, what I want. I want some vets. I Mm -hmm. just want to know who you are. So play that video down there, and this is uh, just the bias that you're going to see from MSNBC, that they keep saying illegal, but they won't say illegal immigrant. Because it was, quote, so illegal whether to release migrant detainees. It was rejected because it was, quote, so illegal. We are indeed, as reported, giving strong consideration to placing illegal immigrants in sanctuary cities. This is just one of two controversial immigration proposals. How far is the Trump administration willing to go to curb immigration? An official who told you they knew how illegal this was, and so they had to walk away. So illegal. It really is extraordinary um, to think about the lengths that this administration wants to go to. They know that it's illegal. Um, they've known it's illegal all, right, all thank along. You. you know it's illegal, coming into the country illegally yep. without coming through a port of entry. That's illegal. But they don't want to say that. They want to say everything else, that Trump's illegal, uh, tr- Trump's doing illegal stuff, but we don't want, we want these migrants, these migrants to come in. Refugees are welcome. Refugees are welcome. Yep, no one's 100%. saying we don't want them to hear. We, we want you to come here if you're, if you're fleeing from war, but you guys know that migrants are not fleeing from war. They are coming for economic reasons, and yes. they know that. They bring a child here. They know what happens when a child when they bring a child here, and we don't know. They don't have papers for these children. Yep. We just have to assume that this is your your child, and they get they don't get separated. They also get released together, and they they get to sit in America while they wait for their court date. That ninety percent of them will not yep, show up to. Will not show up to. See, and that's the other thing. Like you know, especially you know with this whole MS thirteen and all these like you know gangs that go on. It's like they, like, do you think they care about, you know, what's going to happen to the kid? Like, they just bring a kid over with them, and they know what's going to happen. They've been and told so, that. Yeah, and they use coyotes it. Coyotes are like, Co- yeah, them. coyotes, man. And it's one of those things where it's like, it, it, you know, I think what the left does wrong is try to humanize people who are monsters. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, they're not that bad, like Ilhan Omar doing that with, you know, terrorists. And it's kind of like, no, yes. they're that bad. Dude, uh, yeah, I they didn't really want to get into too much of what she did, but we might as well talk a little bit about that. Ilhan Omar, she was talking in front of CARE, C-A-I-R-E, and she's talking about how this this program got started after 9-11, yeah. which it wasn't. It was like nope. 94 I it got started. That. And she said it started because some people did something, yep. referring to 9-11. Can we, and then Trump, I would love to pull up the Trump tweet where <laughs> Trump put out a tweet of her saying that and then footage of 9-11, of planes crashing in there, and then like, you know, the echo of, some people did something. Dude, 
and people are defending her. Yeah. Like, it's oh no, stupid. she's saying, oh, and then if you criticize her, you're inciting violence on her mm-hmm. for some reason. We can't criticize her because whatever, because you're white, you can't criticize her because you're inciting violence. She gets death threats, and I agree. If you if you give death threats to somebody, you should go to fucking jail. But listen, there's no one doing that. No, no. one's going and say, oh, I'm gonna kill you, Ilhan Omar. No one's fucking saying that. To I will her. admit that I did, I did tell her to go blow herself up. But oh, well, never mind. I take it but, back. Some people but, are like, you should go but, blow yourself uh, up. Well, at the end of the day. That's what her, you know, that's what her belief is about. You know what I mean? So Well, she's for Sharia law. Yeah. Which is definitely not feminist at all. Nope. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, you know, un- unless you actually go out of your way to learn about what they really, like, are about or what she's really about, you know, you're just going to hear what the news says. And you're going to be like, oh, I guess that's I guess that's true. But if you don't do your research, you're just going to be believing things blindly. But when you know what she believes, you understand, like, oh, she's a pretty fucked up person. I don't have any problems with religion. Um, I grew up a, a Catholic, and I'm definitely not religious today. But I respect people that that believe in God. They follow morals thrown down by God. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of atheists that just hate Christians. They hate yeah. Catholics. They fucking hate them. But some reason they like Muslims. They don't have anything bad to say about Muslims when they're just they're just as bad. Yeah. If you're going to put them in the scale of things, they're just as bad, maybe, I'd say even worse. Yep, they're pretty fucking bad. <laughs> not to mention, like, the worlds that they've built, like, Muslim world has built, it's not nothing It's nothing compared to the judo-christian yeah. world that we live in today. And it's way more patriarchal than what we know in America. Dude, there was a video I saw, and you might want to try to find this uh, while we talk about it, where they show an appropriate way of hitting your wife. Yeah. You know, and right. it's like, no, we don't hit him hard, we just slap him in the face a little, and he's showing it on his, on his, on his kid. It's it's unbelievable that that's even acceptable, mm-hmm. and but somehow you know we're we're so accepting of Muslims, yeah. but not Christians. Well, see, and that's the thing, like you know, like when you like like when you understand, like no, but I mean, like as a Christian, you know, like I like to understand what I know, you know, even if it is the Bible, and so the way I see it is like when you, when you understand the the culture that like Jesus and when Christianity kind of arose, or even like Ju- uh, Judaism. Like, what it came out of, like, you know, I've had people say, well, you know, you look at the Ten Commandments, like, why are they so important? They're common sense. But the truth is, the culture that the Jews were coming out of, that wasn't common sense. Like, murder and incest and all these kind of things was okay. And so when they got the law, it was like, oh, we can't do this shit? Oh, we yeah. can't do this? Handed we can't down, do that? Handed down by God. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where it's like, you know, we, we should see that and be like, oh, well, what, what do religions really believe in? Which one is really the crazy one out of all of them? Which is which is Scientology. Allah honored them with beatings. How is this possible? The Prophet Muhammad said, "Don't beat her in the face, and do not make her ugly." So we're watching a video of uh, some guy. See how she is honored. If husband beats his wife, he must not beat her in the face. Even if he beats her, he must not curse her. This is incredible. He beats her in order to discipline her. In addition, there must not be more than 10 beatings, and he must not break her bones, injure her, break her teeth, or poke her in the eye. There is a beating etiquette. If he beats the discipliner, he must not raise his hand high. He must beat her from chest level. All these things honor the women. She is in need of discipline. Okay, so thank you. For, that's great. Can you oh, believe that, dude? Shit. So, 
in any religious teaching, not one of them, except for this Sharia law, is saying you can. It's okay to hit your fucking hit your your hit your <laughs> wife. Don't hit her in the face. Though. I don't think you know. I look. I've only been married for two days. And I think I'm pretty fucking good at it right now. <laughs> so far, you're so good. By by watching that video, yeah, <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm doing pretty damn good. <laughs> Don't beat her in the face. Just right well, here. Well, she's right only wearing so basically. T Rex that shit. I think that's why they wear you know the the burqa, the hijab, yeah. or of the full body thing, just the face is exposed. Because yeah, you can hit her you know anywhere and they're not gonna see. But yeah. the face, like hey man, you know don't let other people know you beat her. Hey, but I mean. That's a good reason. You don't want to ugly her because well, you're you know you're you can her. you know like it reminds me of WWE when they do the chest slaps, you know, and they get them in the corner and like one, two, three, four. I just imagine that's what happening. Hulk Hogan comes alive again. <laughs> he's like he's like he starts <laughs> hulking up. <gasps> yeah, brother. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to immigrants here. Yeah, so we Corey, Booker, <laughs> Corey Booker was asked on uh, CBS this morning about uh, Donald Trump's uh, mm. comments on dumping or uh, releasing. Uh, legal immigrants into sanctuary cities. So this is what he said. I'm sure he had nothing good to, to say. About busing people from the border into these sanctuary cities. He likes to create friction sometimes to jumpstart, he says, a Congress that's not acting. You say friction, I say he's trying to pit Americans against each other and make us less safe because okay, stop. what you're seeing... So make us less safe? What does he mean by that? Make, are you trying to say that illegal immigrants being released would be not safe? I'm I pretty so. sure what they've been saying is that illegal immigrants commit less crime than people that are actual uh, actual citizens. But he just said it'd be less safe to release them here. Why so would that be counter, less safe? He's kind of... He's kind of flip-flopping yeah. here. I think, he, I think he's trying to admit so that first, first he they, do, they are bad. It's good, and now he's saying, wait, wait, no, no, it's not good. But at this point, they are sort of vetted now, though, aren't they? Because now we know their name. Mm -hmm. they don't, a lot of them don't have papers, so we yeah. don't know what's going on. Uh, the only thing that we trust is that they'll come back for their court date and they will process their asylum claim because every single one of those ones that are being released claimed asylum. He's kind of like Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he gives you like an ocular pat down. <laughs> He's just like, "Oh yeah, you're good." I assessed them, and then he gets beat up, <laughs> yeah. and they didn't find the knife. He's like, "I thought you gave him an ocular pat of a pat down." Let's go and play some more of this. I, I, I take this. He is injecting fear into our country. He is fear mongering, and what that's done for communities like mine and all across this country is you have immigrant communities that are now afraid to drop their kids off at school, now afraid to give information to the police that we need to protect cities like Newark. And so if he was looking Terrible to solve city. a problem, he wouldn't be doing things to divide this country against itself. I, be, beware of any anybody that's trying to tell you to be afraid in the strongest mm. country all in the right. world. All right, speaking of which, didn't Somebody on that side say that the world's ending in 12 years if we don't go to this Green New Deal or something. Well, isn't that should entire... We not, should, we not, should we not... Should we be weary of fear-mongering? Yes. He says we definitely should. I'm definitely seeing that a lot on the left. Now, granted, there might be some of that on the right, but it's not as, it's not as crazy as mm -hmm. what we're seeing on the, on the left here where they're saying the world's going to end. But, you know, science... When it comes to climate change, I can't disagree that we're somehow affecting climate. Yeah. But we're also seeing people saying this over and over. Uh, Al Gore was saying that the, the Great Lakes were, were draining and it's because of global warming. But it's now if you look guys. at it, if you look at it, it's the highest it's ever been. It, it cycles, man. It just keeps happening. It, there's, there's so much empty world or empty space in this world where, where there's not human activity that it just... There's no way that we're causing this much damage, and they're saying, oh, the polar ice caps are melting. And then, matter of fact, one of the biggest ice caps that were melting is starting to regain its uh, ice again. So we're definitely seeing a, 
a, a cycle happening here of, of climate. Then they're going to say that uh, the hurricanes, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez was mm -hmm. saying, uh, uh, what, what's her name? Chapon? Al Chapete. Chapete. Yeah, yeah, Alexandria Ocasio Chapete was, <laughs> was saying, I got I to gotta write that down, was saying that hurricanes, oh, if we don't address climate change, uh, you know, the hurricanes are going to keep happening and Trump doesn't care about people with hur hurricanes is not climate. Nope. That's like when I go outside uh, in December and it's fucking 78 degrees. I go, yeah, <laughs> fucking, oh, yeah. Or if I go, if it's like just this recent weekend, we it was Super 80 and yep. then it went down to like nearly 30 degrees. Yep. It was sunny and then it was almost a hurricane. It's just weather is weird and we can't predict it that well. And you can't say that hurricanes are it because it's not happening. What they're more concerned about is the CO2 is trapping mm -hmm. and it's warming the globe like 1% well, every and, year or something. And the thing is, like, we know... We know how the world works the way it does, but we don't know why it does. So it's kind of like, how do you know it's not calibrating itself? You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Like, and that's the thing that I always tell people, like, yeah, you know, I love science. I believe in science. Like, you know, I read science books and all that kind of stuff on my free time. But it's like, we know what goes on. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, you know, we're due to another whatever, whatever in the next 50 or whatever, 100 years. But it's like, how do you know the world isn't calibrating itself like it's been doing for yeah, the last hundreds of thousands of years? And not to mention that, we can we can agree that we're probably causing some from global warming, yeah, right? Of course. But nobody, no scientists have said that if we stop and stop it all today, if we all just stop using fossil fuels today, that it's going to reverse itself. I mean, the cows keep farting. There's nothing we can do about There's that. There's nothing we can do about it. It's going to keep happening, and if we stop even tomorrow, all of it stops, there's no scientist that will say, well, actually, yeah, if we stop it all, it's going to reverse, and we're all going to be okay. Because yep. if they did, if there was a consensus on that, we'd already be towards that. Yep. Matter of fact, I kept saying this. I said this on a couple of episodes. If you really cared about climate change, we'd go to war with India and China. Oh, because they're producing yes. way more carbon emissions than we are. But no, it's us. We have to get rid of planes and yep. we got to start making solar panels that take up way more carbon emissions to just to make them. Yep. And their output is nothing even close. Well, and then you look at that and you say, OK, one, America isn't the only, you know, society on Earth. We're number two. Yeah. So, you know, you have other ones out there who are causing way more da damage than we are one two it's also okay what do we stop making all the airplanes making all the buses making all this and all that all right who's who's gonna work we're gonna have so many people unemployment nobody's gonna have any jobs nobody's gonna do anything like you have to look at things and say well what works you know and the green new deal speaking of which is mm. it's not addressing climate change it's it's addressing people that don't want to work and we're gonna pay you <sighs> it's annoying it, we're going to fight racial injustice like okay let's fight Let's work on climate change together, but don't try to sneak in other mm -hmm. policies like, oh, we're going to make sure that black people get more affirmative action, or we're going to pay people that are unwilling to work. No, come on. We're going to well, pay everyone U UBI It's and funny shit. you say that. I was on, on a little Twitter conversation with a few people, and you know, we were talking about the Green New Deal, and I was like, you know what? Like, they are like, it's not fair that people should work up to two jobs just to make it by. And I was like, look, there's a point where you know, my dad had, had to go on disability because you know, he had a record – um, that he he didn't qualify for about five years, and for five years I had to work four jobs, and, Jesus Murphy. and yeah, and they were like, "Well, it's not fair that you did that." I'm like, "Well, you know what? I didn't go to college. I didn't apply myself when I was younger. I have nobody to blame but myself. So if I'm going to take all the blame, then I can also take the solution and say, "Well, you know what? If I'm going to work four jobs, I'm going to save up, do this and that, and that allowed me to move over here to Austin." pursue a roasting career, you know, met my wife. So it's kind of like if if you if you consider yourself a victim and you're like, oh, well, then you're going to be like, well, I need help. But the way I saw it was like, you know, it was my fault that I didn't apply myself. But at the same time, it's my it's it's my choice to make the change. 
And so I made the change. Well, speaking of victim, you know, they're, they're, that's, that's the victim mentalities on mm -hmm. the left. We're not seeing a bunch of the rights going, oh, no. th uh, it's because of, you know, we are saying because of the left is mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. But it's not because we're victims or because the white person's bringing us down. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Bernie, as a matter of fact, let's get into this next thing where Bernie old is Bernie. talking about old, old Bernie. I'm, Uncle, I'm Uncle Bernie, Bernie Sanders. And we're going to give all the money to the black people. Is it, is it, is it weird that I, that I think he sounds like Zoidberg? Zoidberg? <laughs> like, get the sandwich, you can. Um, but, you know, he was talking about, well, first of all, today's tax day. I hope you guys are all finished your taxes. I was right. I was oh, done with Texas in January, and I got paid. But <laughs> And I got paid. Bernie is a millionaire, and he's trying to fight for socialism. Mm -hmm. it, it's so weird. Well, do we have a phone call? All right, we've oh, got a phone snap. call. I think we've got someone that wants to talk to us. What do we got? You're on the air. Estás en el aire. Hey, uh, oh, a long-time listener, first-time caller. I've got a, a question and, uh, and a comment. Okay, Is go this, ahead, uh, caller. Carlos's uh, wet dream to find Ooh. a more Hispanic co-host? that agrees with them on everything is that what's going on well here? It, it is it is sir um we've been we've been on a hunt uh, a hunt and you know it's really hard to find a, a conservative here in, in texas yes and it seems that i found one that's even mexican david nice nice yes. to meet you david nice to meet you so you're talking we're, to we're, jimmy preston he's our co-host on this program oh that jimmy you always need a jimmy in your pocket every now and then you gotta need a Jimmy in your pocket every now and then. <laughs> What's up, Jimmy? How are you? Where are you I, at? I, I tuned in, tuned in for the beginning of the show. Tuned in just a second to see what you guys were talking about. Mm -hmm. It seems like you're, you guys are like open to accepting some science, so we're oh, making yes. progress. I like my iPhone. Oh, we're actually all for science. Um, what what part of not science that we're about? Uh, we we follow science. There, you know what. We, we've talked about this on the show, Jimmy, that I'm willing to accept we've made changes to the climate, but there's no scientific evidence that, scientific, but there's no Sorry. evidence saying that if we stopped it all, it's going to reverse. No, no science can agree on that so far. Yeah, yeah that's, it's one of those theories that, unfortunately, you've got to put a plan together and test the hypothesis. Sure, so, and, but the part know, is is gotta, that even gotta, if you even if you criticize it, you're called a science denier, yeah, a climate denier. But you know, I don't want to bring up the whole trans thing, but science is pretty definitive on what a biological sex is. But those people are the same people that would tell us that we're climate deniers, and I don't want to try to bring go into a whole trans thing, but those people will tell us that no, a, a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man, even though science is pretty clear on what chromosomes, uh, what men, what, uh, what chromosome men have compared to women, but we're somehow science deniers. Or, or what a penis does and what a vagina does. Vagina. The vagina. Vagina. See, well, and that's the other thing, like even what you're saying, like let's say we did stop doing all those things. What if that, you know, let's say we, we took and said, okay, let's do 20 years without doing all these carbon emissions and xyz and what if we looked at 20 years from then we saw that it affected the earth worse and then we're like okay well let's start doing you know like we Who don't knows? we don't know if it's going to make it better if it's going to make it worse but we know that but they also want 100 percent renewable but right now uh, science is clear that nuclear power is mm -hmm. the cleanest energy we most efficient energy however there's that nuclear waste part i just say let let fucking tesla do his thing yeah 
Well, Tesla's dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, no, no, not saw, not Nikola the, uh, Tesla. The what's his face? The Tesla creator. We, we guy. saw in the in the um, in, in Japan Fukushima that one of the major major problems with nuclear power, and that is it requires power to make power, mm-hmm. and it's first law the power of thermodynamics. Out, yep. And you lose the cooling systems to those reactors, you will have a meltdown because it takes years, many years, if not decades, to, to cool. There's still heat coming off of the, the reactors in uh, Chernobyl. Right. So, but, but look, there's, look, look, there's like a hundred so mile hap- radius how long did... around Chernobyl that is like no man's land. There was two-headed goats. There was, you know, so the problem with nuclear sweet. is we don't quite understand how to harness the power. So let's work on it. It can have dramatic effects on on the human species as far as altering our DNA. So yeah, turning it, men it into women. I know yeah. that's crazy. But yeah, so between uh, Fukushima frogs, and and uh, frogs, they're turning gay. I know. Uh, <laughs> but between Fukushima and Chernobyl, how how long was that? What's what's that year sp- uh, span? I believe Chernobyl was in uh, the early 80s. So every 30 so. years or so, we're going to see a meltdown, at least of a dramatic result. So if we start learning from yeah, these mistakes, and, they're gonna, it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. But it's the most cleanest energy, and it, like it, a lot it, of countries use it. Go ahead. Yeah, but you got, you got to understand, in the capitalist society that we live in, which is a global society, uh, there's there's uh, statistics at play here on you know gain and loss. So you know you you sell five million cars and you put five million defective uh, airbags in there. Well, only until there's a, there's this this uh, this graph that you can make on how many deaths it takes where you actually say, okay, it's a big problem. We actually have to recall these things. You know, if you're, and you're, if you're under the line, there's only 5,000 deaths. They're like, well, that's okay. That's expected loss, you know? Okay. So, yeah, I guess if you're going to go with that mindset, then nuclear, nuclear is great. Yeah. We shouldn't even worry about these mills. But, you know, yeah, we'll learn from, we'll learn from it. I'm sure in Fukushima... Fukushima, they've learned what they did wrong and yeah. what they can do to counteract it. And each time that that happens, and if it happens every 30 years, it should the next one we see in 60 years. You know, If we're going to follow these trends, it might not happen in 60 years. It might not ever happen again, but at least they have this clean energy. And I think nuclear, they shouldn't say – they shouldn't call it nuclear energy. It should yeah. just be called new energy. New energy. New energy. It's all about marketing and branding. Yeah, we're just branded differently. Yeah. we got this new thing called new energy. <laughs> Do you remember that episode of uh, Parks and Recreation where they were doing the what, the thing for your teeth? The fluoride? Oh, yeah, put the fluoride. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll just get fucking Tommy T-dazzle. Hammerford. Yeah. T-Dazzle. <laughs> the dazzle. Yeah. yeah, whatever he says. And, and, and <laughs> if you're getting a point to get a blue shirt, I mean, that's all we got to do is just say the, the new energy and give people T-shirts. Jimmy, what are you up to, man? Where are you at? Man, let me tell you, I'm in California right now, and uh, things are a little better out here. Yeah, you think uh, so? Yeah. Law-wise. Wait till we uh, release all the immigrants off. out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going. To, I'm going to your well. house, Jimmy. I mean, they're thinking. 
let them go in the sanctuary cities. Can I stay with you if I'm a if I'm an illegal uh, immigrant? Would you allow me to stay with you? And with me? You. Yes. You don't want to. I mean, uh, you can stay for a while, but I'm, I'm guaranteeing you're gonna maybe top that out at three days. Give me at least ten years. Uh, I got a very I promise small I got my life together. And Jimmy, do you want to talk about uh, that situation? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Ooh, crabs. Uh, well, it has not rectified itself. I mean, this. This is, uh, I've, I've, I've been in a, uh, let me just tell you, I'm on the lam because I'm running from life right now. He's running away right now. Uh, and there's some situation. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say it's a situation. Uh-huh. It's a very difficult situation, Christopher. <laughs> it's a very difficult situation he's in. And I thought it rectified because I, I, I intervened a bit and I thought it was going to be fun. But evidently I go, I went to a, uh, went to a facial hair club meeting where they told me, no, there's actually some more shit going on. Ooh. And I thought yeah. it's pretty funny, but I don't think she's a. Th- I don't think. Uh, I don't think it's a threat at anymore. I just think. Uh, I don't. I don't think someone's gonna go out there and kill you, Jimmy. That's what I. That's what I'm go- getting I, at I, there. No one's gonna kill me. Mm-mm. No one's gonna kill me. But you know, this is this is the thing. Um, Tell us your situation. I've said this over and over uh, to to the person that we're dancing around here, but. In, in life, you have choice, you, and and so there's some people that say that everything's predetermined. Well, may, maybe the road has been laid out for you, but you still got to drive it. And uh, there's choices that we can make in our lives to uh, to obsess about certain things or or to uh, to try and find answers. Sometimes there's un you got to be you got to be fine with not getting an answer. That's because true. sometimes if you get the answer, it's not going to be the answer you want, and it's going to it's going to really wreck your world. You so can't always get what you, you want. Got to move on. That's you know. Yeah. But if you try sometimes, so you just that's, might that's find. The, that's the. That's what the you code need. switching. If I was the code switch, this I'd be like, "Come on, girlfriend." You there you go. Just move on. You got to go AOC on them. You know. You know what I mean? There's nothing yeah. wrong. With cooking some food. You know, Reverend <laughs> Preston, you bring up a good thing here. Ain't nothing wrong with a girl who likes you. Ain't nothing wrong when you leave her. Let me tell you something, Jimmy. It's like, you know, like... Jimmy. There's nothing like Jimmy. 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 Anyways, Jim. It, it, it ain't nothing but a thing. Ain't nothing, it ain't nothing but a thing, dude. Anyways... We're getting uh, towards the end of the show here. What did you think about we were ta- we were talking about uh, okay. Trump dumping? Uh, now that's not the right side saying this. The it's Trump the left dump. side saying that Trump's dumping Trump the Trump dump the of, Trump ali- dump. of illegal immigrants into uh, sanctuary cities. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I mean. What do you mean? Don't take his bait, people. I mean, he's obviously saying something that's stupid um, to try and get people to react. And if you react, you're going to lose because to argue with a fool makes you a fool. Brings you down to their level. That's yeah. my statement. Very well put. Yeah. I mean, he... Well, he's, he's just he's just he's trying to please child. them. You know, they're, the way that you they're, react. they're sanctuary cities, right? I don't think he's trying to be childish. He's like, yeah. hey, you guys want them? Here, yeah. take them, dude. That's, that's the way I saw it. It's not like, oh, we're going to do this and it's really going to burn them. It's like, hey, you guys want them. We don't. Take them. 
It's like you it's, deal with them. It's like it's like if I had a whole lot of chocolate in my pockets, and I was like, man, I gotta get rid of this chocolate. And somebody was like, well, I like chocolate, and I'm like. Well, let me give you all the chocolate. And he's like, well, I don't want all that chocolate. You know what I mean? And by chocolate, I don't mean my penis. What I mean is actual Hershey's bars. So, and what I'm trying to say is like, and that's why, like, there's two things I thought to myself when I heard Trump say that. Either one, he's trolling in such a great way. Or two, it's a really good idea. It's like, okay, like, if you guys want them, well, then here, take care of them. And you're seeing Pelosi and Cory Booker saying, like, oh, it's unsafe if yep. we do that. And well, wait a minute. You guys were saying that these people are very, you know, very good people. They refuse to call them illegal immigrants. They keep calling them migrants yep. when they are. But they'll keep saying what Trump's doing is illegal. And we played that Newsbuster clip where they keep saying Trump's doing illegal stuff, Let, not letting the migrants go wherever they want. Because you know, ninety percent of the time, those those cats are not showing up to their court, and we never see them again. And it's, look at laws aside, what kind of life is it to live when you're illegal? Yeah. You have to constantly look at your fucking rearview mirror. Yeah. It's like when I was driving on a suspended license. Ooh. You keep driving. Hey, and you know what? Let me tell you. That makes you more Mexican you than me. You know why they do it, <laughs> and, and why they're willing to put up with that? Why? You know why they're willing to put up with that? Because they were already doing that in their home country. And if they are coming here and claiming asylum, then there's a legitimate reason for them to be here because they were scared and fearful of their life. But not all. So, I don't know. You can't say that every single one of them weren't fucking groomed to tell them that you're running from, like, gangs and such, which is not a legitimate reason to claim asylum, by the way. You have to be leaving from war. Like, Venezuela would be a perfect example of people that come in, but everywhere else is not an example of— I need need you all to back away and look at this in a humanitarian level. Like, pretend, pretend for a second that you're not you. Look at it from the from 2,000 feet. Okay. And I'll tell you this. If you were in their shoes, would you do anything you could to better your situation or your your family situation and possibly get your child? So just think of it that way and then try and solve the problem. What makes you think that we don't look at it this way? Yeah. What, so that, what makes you think that we don't look at it that way? Well, and that's the other thing. Like, so We want them to come here legally. So I've been we want Me- them to do it. I've been in Mexico. Yeah, and it's, but it's, it's just the, the rhetoric of, Send them back, or them, or they, and and this and that means that they are separate from us. Yeah, we like so, I've been in Mexico many times, and like even the areas where it's like super dirt poor and and all that kind of stuff. And most of the people aren't wanting to it's leave. Not, you know what I mean? And they're very comfortable where yeah. they're at. So so, and that's where when you hey, know, it's not the Mexicans that are coming. It's right. the Hondurans, the yeah. Nicaraguans, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the El Salvadorians. And you're saying that they're claiming asylum, which, by the way, asylum does not dictate that you go to America. You have to go to the first available country. Yes. And that's what they're not doing, Jimmy. So it's it's totally telling us and slapping us in the face by saying, oh, they're they're trying to claim asylum. Why don't they just go to the next available? I'm saying there's a lot more productive things than you can do than pick some stupid... uh, um, fight with Pelosi based on the fact that she's from California and San Francisco area and they're a sanctuary city and make jokes about it, that your base just eats up and is like, yeah, why don't you take them if you like them so much? Why don't you put some money into hiring more immigration lawyers that can speed up the process, properly go through these? Because this is only a problem because people are sitting around. This is a problem because people are sitting around in cages, okay? 
Now, if we get the cages rectified and they're either in temporary housing or they're staying with a loved one, they've got the ankle bracelets on, they're being tracked in their their process and they're in the system, then then it's not so much of a visual problem. Jimmy, but, weren't you telling uh, me yeah, about weren't you telling me that you that. need that everybody that. talked about how Obama was the deporter in chief. I mean Obama well, had people yeah, in cages too. They, they yeah. Checked, but they checked their their situation and they were like, You're not cleared for asylum because you're not really in trouble. You just want to better your life. You've got to go back and now you've got to go through the system. Let me ask you a question, Jimmy, real quick. You know? So what do you feel about the president saying that immigrants if they're gonna come here they should learn our language? I agree with. What do you think about that? I mean, I I have not left the United States to go live in a foreign country because I don't know their language. So, but I've never been, you know. Would you shit, say it's racist for south, him to say that? Um, I'd say that anything that he says about another uh, culture is it's got to be quite measured for him not to be accused of being racist so, these days. So just let you know, he's blown his credibility. Just to let you know, Jimmy, that was a quote directly from Obama's recent speech that he says that if you're going to come to our country, you should learn the language. Should learn the language. Uh, so would you yeah. still call that racism? So my answer is, it's not racist. It's not. It's a matter of fact statement, but. If you if you put it in Obama's mouth, it doesn't sound bad. You put it in Trump's mouth, and you're like, man, here he goes. What's his next sentence going to be? So that's the thing, and we've talked you about know? this. It's like you guys are on the same – like you and me are on the same page when it comes to immigration, mm -hmm. you know? But it's just the rhetoric you don't like. You don't like the way he says things. He doesn't say it – he says it mean, and I don't like that. I don't like when he says he, mean stuff. Or is that it coming from a white guy. An idiot. Who's an this idiot? Is How is he an idiot? <laughs> He's what? incapable of learning. He he does the same thing. The guy over became and over. the and president so of the United States. Yeah, how like, is he how, an idiot? He is a he made I don't know how many freaking companies. He's this freaking megastar, and he became the president. Like how in the world? And is I he fuck an bitches idiot? on a daily all the time. I am Donald Trump, and I fuck bitches. I think I think that's a direct, direct quote. Well, are you yes. telling me that this is all calculated? If it's all calculated, then he's just strictly talking to 45% of this country, and that's not how you lead. So he's a terrible leader. He does not choose his words right. He's not presidential. And whoa, whoa, but neither what's, was Clinton. What's, what's, pres what's presidential, dude? Fucking LBJ was saying we're going to have those N-words voting Democrat for the next 200 yeah, years. Clinton, so look, Clinton banged a chick in the fucking Oval Office. So it's, it's hard to tell me that something's not being presidential when you're getting these examples of past presidents being just as bad as what Donald Trump's doing. So what is presidential? Yeah, being humans. George fucking and Washington? Humans, humans error. The guy chopped down a humans cherry tree error. and lied about yeah. it. Yeah, and, and Trump is a human. This and is, he errs. This, Human. This is the thing. You guys, you guys worried about a grand conspiracy? This is, this is the grand conspiracy. Now I'm going to unveil it for do you. It, do, uh -oh. It, do it, do it. Uh oh, blow my mind. They want to keep us dumb. And if we are only as good, our democracy is only as strong as our electorate. And we have a very uneducated electorate. And every day we're seeing the education system get nipped away by our, uh, our um, uh, private private health private school voucher in chief at the uh, head of uh, the ed education department and 
So we've got to do a better job of educating people about what's really going on. Stop worrying about what Trump said and what somebody said about what Trump said and just get back to the Well, facts. it's also through Don't what perspective. Yeah, like what perspective are we going to view all this education through? Is it through a Western perspective? Like, and who says that our perspective is the right one? Do you get to choose your own school? Yeah. Because that's a Republican thing. Choose your school. You get to go to the school. You don't have to go to the school where your district's at. You mm-hmm. get to go to whatever school you want in, a, in our world. Yeah, well, this goes back to our capitalist system. And yeah. in this system, we've got taxes and property taxes that go to the local school. So if you live in an area, those taxes go to that local school. Makes the fight sense. is about where that money goes. And they want to – and listen – you may be asking for something that you don't want because then you got a predominantly, let, let's say, an alien race comes to this country and they have hate schools that they want to start. Like the Zeta okay. Reticulis well, yeah. or the Greys? This country, that we, 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 we have a treaty that recognizes them as American citizens and we give them all the rights the Constitution says that they can have. And then we have some sort of stupid voucher system where they can pay our taxes for our fucking gigantic houses that we build with our alien technology that we won't share with you. We, I know they're, they're $5 trillion each. We are not paying those taxes to your stupid schools. We're going to just fund our hate schools with our public vouchers. That's what you could end up with, mm-hmm. an alien race with hate schools that are, that are planning to subject uh, hell fury on our people, and this is what you want. That sounds actually kind of sweet. Yeah. I like. I mean, Jimmy can give me. Jimmy can give some. Uh, you know, you, sometimes you got to keep a Jimmy in your in your in your yeah, pocket. Every now and then, you need a Jimmy. You know what I mean? You never know right. where you're gonna need it. You may you may need a girl in the bar, and even you're though, like, I got a Jimmy. Even though Jimmy didn't use a Jimmy in that situation that he's talking about hey, a little earlier. Every now and then, you just gotta let fate do its thing. That's right. That's right. Well, hey, uh, Jimmy. <laughs> One last thing yeah, before we get go. out of here. I got some tacos ready. Oh. Oh yeah, he's Taco Jesus. So he's going he's almost over one more week of this. Are you tired of tacos yet? Uh well, listen, I've been having pretty sweet catering for the last week and uh it's been hard to make tacos, so I've got to I got to get right with my creator and that's why I've got some it's my first day off in 8 days. I'm going to have some tacos right now where well get right what's the symbol of how you do it and the pico de gallo the father the pico de pico de gallo <laughs> <laughs> anyways it's the a la taco bar blessed, blessed be blessed be the taco blessed be the taco talk to you guys later all right jimmy Thank talk you, jimmy. to you later buddy all right i like jimmy so yeah jimmy's great i wish you were here to i wish he was here to to hang out and see all that stuff but that's the end of the show you guys so if you guys like our content please follow us on twitter and even if you don't please follow us yeah even if you don't fucking i think what is this month it's uh, april right so april is uh tell a friend about emergency exit podcast month yeah it is it's official and if you guys have any comments questions hate mail hate speech you want to throw at us any racist comments towards me i love every single one of them we love it and we're not going <laughs> to try to give them to we're me not going to try to ban you from anything because we want your speech we do but i know most people that watch this aren't going to do that so what's uh what's on the agenda next week more 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 i don't think jimmy's going to be around for a couple of weeks he's uh, out doing some touring such uh i'm going to keep doing Ooh. this show maybe we can have david come back in and do some more of this he's, he's great guest 
Although it turns into more of a conservative program while he's here. Hey, but you know what? It's a Mexican conservative program. Mexican, yeah. yeah. You don't so find you, that very often. You don't. No, that's, that's, it, no, when it comes down to it, Mexicans, are, they don't get abortions. What generation know? are you, though? Anyways, we got to get out of here. Generation me. We got to get out of here. So, <laughs> Brandon the Hard Hat Mitchell. Yes, sir. For David Aguilar, I'm Los, and I'm going to be telling you. That's right. See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>